Warning. This podcast does not contain actual virgins. Discretion is advised. Bross. And I'm Lindsay Schaefer. And this is Movie Virgins, and we are coming to you live, not live, not from, live? from quarantine uh, with a very special episode on The Invisible Man starring Elizabeth Moss and a few other people. So we just watched it. Aldous Hodge. <laughs> Aldous Hodge. Uh, he of... Who, from here... <laughs> Two four shall simply be referred to as Voodoo, just so you know. Voodoo is he in like another movie where he's Voodoo? Oh my god! Friday is this Night Lights? No. Nope. Friday Night Lights. No. Nope. Yeah, nope. you're the worst. But, but I do love that name, and I would like to name my firstborn Aldous now. Go for Actually, it. Actually, Aldous Hodge Bross. I think <laughs> Please sounds do. Good. I think that'd be amazing. Um. And anyway, so yeah, so we watched it from from the comfort of our uh, my living room. Mm. It was it was comfy. It was nice. Nineteen ninety nine on uh, the telly because. Movies are being... Oh, we paid 19... I thought you meant we went back in time to 1999. <laughs> I wish we went back to... 19... What's happening? 1999. Nobody's partying like it's 1999 now. You know what's funny, though? Everybody thought it was the end of the world then, too. Y2K. Y2K. Well, no, now it's actually the end of the world with all the earthquakes and the pandemic and whatnot. Yeah. We still have a... What did I say? Maybe a year. A full year. Year or two before the antibiotic-resistant bacteria just Right. Before the shit really us. hits the yeah. fan. Yeah. So yeah, so we were able to watch this on the telly. I guess it was in theaters for a, a split second, and now it is available to much like many of new, the new releases coming out in the last few weeks. It is available to rent for forty eight hours on whatever platform you would like to get it at. So um, so yeah, so you should do that if you're inclined to. Now, I'm gonna go ahead and say what I thought about it. Oh yes, is that what we're doing here? Yeah, this, no, that's what we're this doing. Podcast. This movie is fucking bullshit. Oh. I feel very strongly that it is not a good movie. <laughs> and maybe that's to do with the fact that I... You had weirdly high expectations. I very and high I don't expectations know why. Because everybody was talking about this is such a great performance and this Perhaps is such a great Perhaps they were film. hearkening back to the Kevin Bacon version. Okay, and... so that's what I was thinking the whole time I was watching was Hollow Man was better than this. <laughs> Hollow Man was better. What in the actual fuck? Just... I barely even remember that movie, honestly. <sighs> I'm, but I, I, yeah, why? So you just had high expectations because everybody so, said it was. Everybody good? Everybody was saying it was good. I was. I, we turned it on and immediately, like, we're watching the opening credits and they've got it's dark and the like the water is splashing up on the rocks and like the letters appear and it's like oh, I should have watched this in the theater. I regret paying nineteen ninety nine for it. I don't regret having not seen it in the theater because what a fuck. Like, I'm not saying it was a total waste of my time, but. I've seen way, way, I have way seen worse movies. worse movies. Like, I, this didn't strike me as bad. I wouldn't say it was good. It was dumb. But I don't feel like it was bad. Yeah, but it's about an invisible man. What did you expect? 
I expected way better. I don't know. I think that was your problem is that you thought it was gonna be good. People were talking about it like it's such like and I'm at her performance was fine. I mean, I the like, character's just awful. I think that's can can I just have so many like can you ex- please explain to me why a fucking architect handles a handgun so well? That's your biggest. Like, that's part why? of my beef. Like, also, it would have been so much better if she actually was crazy, and maybe she was a little bit crazy, but I don't think they left anything to the imagination. He was obviously fucking with her. Like from the very beginning of the movie, he runs out to the car when she's trying to get away. And smashes yeah, the window. They, they could obvious- have been, it could have been a much more um, well-formed, in-depth psychological thriller. Thing. And it just wasn't. Yeah. No, I agree. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, what did you think of it? I mean, Aldous Hodge. <laughs> that's it. That's all you. That's like, that's what I got out of it for the okay. most part. Well, I mean, yeah. No, it was, was incredible. It was, it was um, I think there were some good shots um Some in terms good of shots. well no in terms of just that they, they did a good job of creating a certain kind of mood i'll give it that yeah i think um, the mood was good sure it was pretty shit ton of questions and some ridiculous things also i am very concerned about this dog i mean i was concerned initially and i was like is he to, just in like, the house by himself now right like where where is he you know what's going on with him and then she finds him in the house and then i initially thought has he just been left alone there but of course uh what's his face the brother well, no, not the brother, but the the guy, the invisible man. He was living out of that house, so I mean, I assume that he was still there. But then my question was, if he's living out of the house, why is everything covered in sheets? And why is everything always covered in sheets in, sheets like, horror-type movies? He's been dead for, like, a few weeks, and everything's covered in sheets already. That's just stupid. And then I was like, okay, so let's say he is still living here, and he's still taking care of this dog. Is he doing it in the suit all the time? Because that's going to cause a lot of psychological damage for this poor dog if he never even sees this Design. guy. Also, why did they leave his food dish sitting behind the couch? That was just stupid. So obviously, oh, they're the not taking very good care of him. the dog put the food dish there. The d- he obviously carried the dish I don't over think there. That- it was full of food. How could he have done that? He doesn't have thumbs. With his mouth. He and then up. and she's like, no, I can't take you with me because I have to go jump a wall and run through the woods. You turned off all the security <laughs> systems. Why don't you just take his car? And, and then... And then <laughs> later, she finds the dog again, but doesn't take him at that point either. No. Like, she it would have made sense took for him her, at the end of the movie. But it would have made sense for her to take the dog at that point anyway, because as far as everybody else knew, this guy was dead and the dog was just living, like, squatting in the house. So it would be totally <laughs> fine for her to <laughs> the take dog the dog. So she obviously didn't give a shit at all. And then she does actually take him in the very end. But I just don't trust, I, I, I just don't trust that anyone has the dog's his, best interest. His best interest. Yeah. No, it's very upsetting don't. to me. Um, why he would be so desperate to have this child with her and then try to feed her sushi at the end troubles me as well. Um, oh, he punches through the window of of the the car car in the beginning. Do you know how difficult that is to do? Have you ever had somebody punch your window? Like, it does not just break. He, he, it does not just break. It's true. He was also just... And yeah, he and took why some did of he run surprise? after her? Like he, so you're telling me that in the middle of the night he realized she was missing, and instead of taking his car out to look for her, he just runs. He the also <laughs> jumps a wall and runs through the woods. That's after. just so that we understand how absolutely psychotic he is for her. Sure, sure. So the, cre- I still don't understand why she was even staying with James. 
Like, no, like her sister, not, her sister's just like, oh, I, uh, I have this friend who has a teenage daughter, so probably doesn't want any cop. trouble in his house either. And, well, of course he'll let you stay there. And then come to find out she's in the same bed with the daughter, which makes even less sense because that means he doesn't even have a pullout for her. He invites her into his home, but he doesn't even have, like, a pullout sofa or an extra room or a sleeping bag for her. It's very strange. The timeline of it. So they tell her she's, so first of all, she gets blood tested after she passes out at that job interview. And they tell her there's a lot of diazepam in her system, at which point she realizes she's being drugged. And they continue to talk to her, but at that point, the phone is down because she's looking at the dead bloody diazepam bottle on right. the counter. Yeah, and I got that. I knew exactly, I knew yeah. immediately then that she was obviously pregnant because yes. I figured that, yes. yeah, he's crazy and probably figured out that she was taking right. pills because right. he them. was so in control. But the, but the time is a little funky. funky because, because just, yeah, it, later like, they're like, it, it was happened two with, weeks, but it happened within the last month, but it feels like it's been longer than two weeks since the last two but weeks. But I honestly don't know. I don't know. It's too, it's too much. And here's the other thing. The reason that I prefer Hollow Man and think that it's a better movie is because with something like this, I'm really interested in the science of it, in, in how exactly are they doing it. And I love that it's like, he's a global leader in fucking optics. optics. They keep saying optics. Like, like. What are you trying to say? Like, it's like plastics, you know? Ah, his eyes amazing with optics. So I'm annoyed that I didn't get to see or understand the science of it because I felt like that. So just so we're clear, there is no real science behind <laughs> invisibility at the moment that I'm aware of. But there's gotta. That's be- kind of like saying. When I watched Avengers, I really wanted to talk more about the science of time travel. How how did they get back in time? No, like, you have to explain it to me. You just have to go with it a little. And I, I actually didn't mind that because being from her perspective, you got that she knew that he was capable of doing this stuff and that he was working his way towards it. And that was all you needed to know because it was her perspective. I think mm-hmm. had it been from his perspective, yeah, obviously I would have wanted the science because he's the one doing all of it so i didn't mind that necessarily i do question how it is that she has access to get into his lab oh, I know, and knows that, all his passwords and I, shit. Thought, I thought the psychological like the internal struggle and maybe that she might actually just be crazy was so it could have they could have made it so believable yeah. because she knew all the passwords she knew Which how is, to get around a, like if he was really that, so controlling that in control, she wouldn't have access no. to that stuff but i they try to justify that shit in the end when he's like my hands are shaking you you know you're the only one that gets to see my handshake. What What's, the fuck? That doesn't even mean anything. <laughs> oh, is that supposed to be romantic? That's and not, I gotta say, thing. this guy, what is his name? Oliver Jackson Cohen. This guy is stone cold hottie. Eh. He is. I he's mean, very hot. My, he's standing next to voodoo. Come on. My favorite thing that he is in, um, it was this little tiny show that happened. No, the. Emerald City. I know. The Haunting of Hill House. Yeah, very exactly. Good, I loved Emerald you City. You loved Emerald City. I loved it. I watched the first maybe episode and a half look, look, and was like, oh, God. Emerald City has Vincent D'Onofrio in it. Let's... I know. I was really excited about it. And then, you know, crap. So. And then this other chick, Adria. Ar- the Ar- sister? Arjona? No, no, no. She played Dorothy Gale in Emerald City. And oh, she's okay. going to be in a new show called. Oh no, she's gonna be in that new movie with 
with uh, uh-huh. I watched the, the promo for it the other day with Jared Le- Jared Leto uh-huh. Leto with a fuck however uh-huh. you say his name Morbi- Morbius sure. Morbius Catalina. have you seen the promo for this no he's got some kind of blood disorder and he injects himself with some shit and turns himself into some kind of a vampire it looks real bad I have Tracks. to see it I have to see I could it. definitely see him being a vampire no I think like in real gonna, life I think I that's think a it's gonna be really good but yeah no I that- just don't understand <laughs> you start this podcast <laughs> off with like this movie was not a good movie. <laughs> But this movie coming out with Jordan Catalano where he's like a vampire who's sick. That sounds great. I'm into it. I'm into it. But yeah. So uh, uh, Oliver Jackson Cohen, I'm here for it. But he did not look good in this movie. There was maybe one moment where he looked good. And the rest of the his time. His teeth looked really weird. His teeth. Yes. No. He has to keep his mouth closed. That's part of it. <laughs> Speaking of a controlling relationship. I would love to be in a relationship with you if you could just keep your mouth just closed Just keep your mouth times. shut, bro. <laughs> um, so yeah. I felt like it was it was kind of just all over the place. And also, can I just say, after... Okay, so I think everybody... I try to avoid spoilers with this movie so hard. Like, anybody who had seen it, I was like, I don't want to talk about it. And I saw, like, one trailer and that was it. But I did see some things out in the world about, like, the restaurant scene, the restaurant scene, the restaurant scene. So when mm-hmm. the restaurant scene showed up, I was like, oh, what's the amazing shit that's going to happen here? And it... <laughs> And what did you do, Lindsay? What did you do when it happened? I don't know what you mean. Uh, yeah, you laughed. You fucking laughed. I the whole thing. Did and I ruin it for no, you? No, no. I You didn't because oh, it was okay. ridiculous. It, it was a ridiculous moment. And then it goes right. It was kind of great, though, just because of the, just the way it happened, where she sees him behind her, throat slit, and then all of a sudden the knife magically lands in her hand. It was, uh, it was interesting. Yeah, no, I, I laughed a lot. It was ridiculous. And we go from that. Honestly, the the part where she supposedly hit the teenager was just as bad. <laughs> just like stupid. Why do you think she hit you? She was standing five feet away from you. Is this girl terribly nearsighted or farsighted? Or, I mean. And then, well, I mean, the most logical, it's that she's in is the Is it room the most her. logical it thing? It is, it is. Also, I can't help but think that the most logical explanation for everything that happened in this movie is just a haunting. Why did nobody just assume that's that? Actually, actually. That, yes, obviously yeah, there's point. a point. being being haunted. Or when she's in the attic and she grabs that just open bucket of paint that just happens to be sitting there yeah. and tosses it in his face. But after the, the restaurant scene, they go right into this, her being tossed into this secure facility. And she's, I'm the overacting award. I, she... She's like, you motherfuckers. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Yeah. That whole bit was just so dumb. Um, I love that they waited that long to give her a little hit of Haldol. <laughs> what the fuck are you people doing? I think she was in a lot of shock at the beginning because she's after she sees her sister, she kind of breaks down and then they cuff her pretty quick. The cops get there so fast. Yeah. Well, you know, they're just waiting around. Anyway. Uh, yeah. I. It just wasn't. It, di- it wasn't that it didn't keep my attention. There were just so many times where I was like, for real, this just doesn't seem... Yeah, and I think that's what I mean by it certainly wasn't a good movie, but that's one of the reasons why I wouldn't say it was necessarily bad is I enjoyed my time with it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it wasn't... There were a lot of holes. There were a lot of times where I would just think to myself, what's happening to the dog? Or, yeah. <laughs> or what the hell are you doing? Why She's so, so dramatic about everything. The part where she's like reading the email that she supposedly sent to her sister, sister and, and then she just like, crumples on the floor and cries like a little fucking baby or you immediately email her back and say 
I honestly don't know where this came from. Somebody hacked my account. If you don't believe me, that's fine. I will wait for you to speak. With I mean, I don't know. Try to fix it. It's a fucking email. <laughs> Why are you crying like a little bitch? That kind of stuff made me really angry. But overall, like it kept my interest. It kept moving in in a way that I was able to kind of stick w- with it. And I mean, I don't know. I, I don't, so what's the, the big twist is that, and I'm not even going to call this a twist. She's not actually crazy. He's well, it's not a twist at all. He's the Invisible Man, but then when she finally does kill the Invisible Man, it turns out to be his brother, which you could see coming a million miles away that it was going to be the brother. I mean, he's but, obviously involved, yeah. Right, right. I mean, I mean, did you buy his initial story though that he was just as victimized by his brother? No. Would you have taken the money? No. Yeah, that was the other thing. That was the other thing I was thinking too. If he get, first of all, I never would have even gone in. To meet with to him. To meet with him. Yeah. But if I did actually go in, it would only be to shove everything back in his face and be like, fuck you, I don't want any of this. Why are you taking his money? I know. Why did she take the money? Doesn't Do you make not, any sense. You sit there and bitch and bitch and bitch and bitch about how controlling he is. And oh my God, he controlled my whole life. Everything I ever did. And then you accept money from him, even when he's supposedly dead. And it doesn't occur to you that that is his final method of controlling you, if he were actually dead, which of course he has other plans in place. But really... Really? Are, are we to believe that she she planned this entire thing? Are we to believe that she she somehow manipulated him from the other side of things so that she could get the money and so that she would be pregnant so that... No. I mean, I wouldn't think so. It certainly didn't seem that way. So what Plus am her I, sisters did. So, but what am I supposed to think at the end of all of this when I see her that I shot think you're of- supposed to think that she has grown as a person and overcome adversity back. and took the power back and all of that shit. But I don't... I mean, I don't know, whatever. Maybe if the character was drawn, you know, way better. Also, you get your hands on an invisible suit. You don't hide it in the closet. You put that shit on. I know, right? Just because he's invisible right now doesn't mean that it's not going to work on him. Like, you could walk around and be invisible, and he would just be being invisible, walking around, going, oh, where is she? I can't (laughs) see her. Why are you hiding it? And you could have walked out with it and gone back to your friends and stood in front of him and like, like, tap him on the shoulder. (laughs) And then when he freaks out, turn the suit off and be like, see, I told you so. Uh, it did, that final shot of just her face, reminded me of the end of Midsommar. And uh, I thought Midsommar was way better. Okay, yeah, I would agree. I don't feel, that's kind of, I don't know what the comparison is there. Well, it's a story about a woman in, in emotional turmoil. I mean, this was a thriller. That was more like the horror I mean, genre, but. That's two <laughs> totally different just, things. I didn't, I didn't like it, and I didn't like the end of this movie at all. Like, when she, her friend, the cop, is listening, and it sounds like she, the, her plan all along was to just ha- kill him at the end. Her plan was that to That would have been him. my plan. Right. And then her friend, who was a cop, who is, I guess, a good cop. Voodoo. Just kind of lets it happen. Just kind of was like, oh, yeah, I guess I did, you know, hear that. I know that he's such a good cop. He never should have been sitting in on her interrogation. He never should have been involved with anything going on with her after she supposedly killed her sister. No. He never should have had her staying at his house to begin with. No. Not that that's like a bad cop thing, but still, you shouldn't have done it. It shows poor judgment on his part. Was he just there for, like, eye candy? (sighs) Maybe. Yeah, there was that, that one scene and I said to you, like, I can't concentrate when he doesn't have shirt sleeves on. Because, like, <laughs> what did you say about his triceps? They look like he has baseballs under his skin. <laughs> like baseballs just inserted under his skin. Look at him popping. Yeah, I don't know how you get like that. Are those muscles real? Yeah, like, real. But are, do they do they do actually do anything or is, is it just for looks? 
mean, when you're built like that, like, yeah, that's a strong dude. It's not like he just has, it's not like he's really just skinny and muscles poke out because he doesn't have fat on him. You know, there's something about that a dude's guy. dude's fucking built. There's something about a, a guy who just cut like that in a suit. In a nice tailored suit. With I a mean, nice... when he dressed for work. <laughs> and yeah, had that even, a, yes. There's just something about it. where, And he had his little badge on. His little badge. Let's see what. He's so cute. Oh, look, he's a. He may well be a Virgo, people. Oh. Uh-oh. Hello. Hello. I don't see how that matters. Because Born in North Kakalaki. All a bunch of crap. Let's see. How tall is he? IMDb. Oh. Do you want to guess? 6'3". Six, 6'1". Six, oh, okay. Yeah. His full name is Aldous Alexander Basil Hodge. <sighs> he ain't oh. even British. Love it. Fucking love it. Voodoo. <sighs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> He's been in some other stuff, too, that's honestly pretty good. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I would say worth it. I mean, straight out of Compton, yeah. But I would mm-hmm. say worth it for him. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, as a film, you know. I don't even want to call it a film. Maybe don't pay for it. I don't even want to call it a film. I'm sure you don't. Okay, so so so, can we talk about Elizabeth Moss for a little bit? Sure. What do you like? Do you like her? What do you think? I do like her. Um, she's... Uh, She's one of those to me who I I struggle with. It's like I vacillate between thinking she's either a terrible actor or a great actor. I feel like there's no middle ground with her, which is kind of frustrating. Um, and I felt that way all along. Like, what I, has she been in that she was terrible in? I would say she was borderline in this movie because there were some good moments in this movie. I feel like it, in many roles she's been in, she's had moments where she's been terrible, kind of like with this movie. Moments but where she's terrible Natalie and moments Portman where she's really could have done this shit in this movie and then it would have been, and I don't even like Natalie Portman. I don't either. Anybody could have done this. That's, I'm not saying this, this wasn't a difficult role. Not anybody could have done this, but. Nobody could, I mean, come on. I could have done that. Just run around like. Looking horrified and traumatized. Mother few motherfuckers. And like not really wearing makeup and shit and then scream at people for being motherfuckers. Yeah, just that's my life a hoodie, already. Just wearing a hoodie and some dress right. <laughs> The last few weeks I've been that. Accusing people of being jellyfish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was that definitely... was dumb. That you're just like him, Especially when she the says jellyfish version of yeah, him. And I'm like, it took her like 20 minutes to, to get, get to the out. spineless part, whereas I'm like, jellyfish, oh, because he doesn't have a spine? Okay. And then I'm sitting there waiting for her to finish because he took without a spine. Like, um, yeah, no. So, The West Wing, that was probably the first thing that I know her from. And and granted, she was young then, um, but sometimes terrible sometimes good and then mad men i feel like that too sometimes overacting terrible sometimes great um i didn't know there's nothing wrong with mad men and you need to take that back no there there's there's something wrong with everything no mad there men were times where she, there television. were definitely t- <laughs> no dude the first time i love mad men okay i do and honestly i need to rewatch it because i I skipped around a lot because I didn't get into it initially. Mm-hmm. So I started at like season three and then backtracked. And um, But when I first tried to start it, I tried to start it from the very beginning. Mm. And I watched the first episode. Which and is I a thought, perfect episode of television. No, I thought this is terrible and I never want to see this ever again. <gasps> I hated every single person in it. You didn't understand it. Every, I understood it. I just thought every single person, every single character is despicable and awful. And why the hell would I want to watch these people? No. I understood exactly what they were trying to do. Roger, I got you it. You even hated Roger Sterling in the first episode? I don't even remember him from the first episode. Son of a bitch. Um, so it took another year or two before I 
kind of went back to it and then started at, you know, season two or season three and then had to backtrack. And I still am not a fan of many parts of it because if everybody is terrible, you can't relate to them. Obviously, they built, they build them up beyond what you see in the first episode. So that's fine. They're human beings being human beings. Like, no, they're pretty despicable human beings. The only one who's like completely despicable is Pete Campbell. Everybody else is like cool. January Jones. No, I like her character. Betty. No. She's, she's awful. She was the worst. What are you talking about? <laughs> she married to a man who... She, she married, she married a man, to a man. She married to a man. She married a man who lied to her their entire relationship. Yeah, because he's despicable too. No. Yes, Leah. He yes. is deeply emotional. Like, the longer the series <sighs> goes on, the more you see the flaws and the cracks in, in these facades, which is the brilliance of Mad Men. But I'm telling you, watching it from the get-go, from the start, all I saw were bad people. And I still think that those people are putting out, they're still, all of them, even towards the end, they're still projecting that shitty human being quality. That is still what they are living up to, is being a shitty person. Now, you get to know them throughout the series, and you know they're not really like that. But, yeah, a big just, chunk of a big chunk of that series is watching shitty people. So, like... And I'm not... To be clear, I'm not even saying that that's a terrible thing and don't watch the show, because I do think it's a great show. But that's why I didn't want to watch it initially, and it took a while for me to get into it. Have you seen Breaking Bad? No. I saw a little bit of it, but not... You want to talk about a show full of shitty people. Yeah. And in that show, they try to justify why people are being shit. Like, it's okay for Walt to be this drug lord because, well, he had the cancer and no money and he was trying to do it for his family. Oh. No. It's, I've seen Breaking Bad. I haven't watched the new movie. Breaking Bad, I won't ever watch it again. There it's not entertaining of, to me. I don't yeah, enjoy that's, watching that's it. what it is, is there are a lot of shows and movies that are, are like that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I enjoy them, and sometimes I just throw my hands up in the air and say, fuck it. It's kind of how I feel about certain action movies. Like, I I, I love action as long as it kind of um, makes sense and there's not a ton of collateral damage. Mm-hmm. When you get into action movies where there's like a chase scene on a highway, and it looks really cool and fun, and you might get into it, and then you realize that, shit, 70 people just died yeah. in this... This uh, chase that was going on with these main characters and they don't even notice or care. Sometimes I have a little bit of a human side to me that goes, fuck it, this is stupid. Like, Mm. why would I want to spend my time watching this or getting involved with this or in any way associating myself with these characters? I'm just done. I don't I don't. So that's how you felt about Mad Men? Like, they're just shitty people and you just don't want to watch it? Yeah, in the beginning, yeah. And, And then, like I said, I actually started to watch more of it and get into more of who these people are and I got to know them Mm -hmm. in a different way but yeah when I saw that first episode that was my initial thought was fuck it these people are terrible why do I want to spend time with them I just like Roger Sterling is like my spirit animal I think Peggy's character arc is probably I think she has one of the most amazing yeah I think she has a great arc if I am not but to bring it back to Elizabeth Moss yes there were still some moments that she had that were not good acting she's always in like that, that. Show. it makes me crazy yeah in that show in everything she's done i feel yeah, like all over the place she'll do she'll do a certain scene and it'll be amazing and you'll be like gosh she's so great so, and then she'll do another scene and you'll be like did she just turn into a whiny 12 year old i don't understand <laughs> what happened so i 
I only saw season one of The Handmaid's Tale because yeah. that is one of my favorite. That's like probably top five books for me. But that show is so fucking depressing. Like I haven't watched the second or third seasons. Yeah. And I really liked the first season and mm-hmm. I was excited to see the rest and then found that I just, you, you got to be in the right headspace for it. Yeah. And I apparently just haven't I wasn't. And I'm not going to be for a while now. Um, <laughs> yeah. Or maybe I will. I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say, there's a part of me that thinks I've been watching. Gilead is worse than pandemic, I I've feel. been watching a lot of documentaries about child abuse lately. There like, you go. I get into a certain, you know, you get you get into kind of a depressive yeah, state yeah. of mind. Or, yeah. And then you just go with it. Well, I'm not, I'm still not depressed enough to watch Tiger King. I can't. I turned it on. I The second he That's said not, the number of big cats were in that, that were in that nice, like, I'm out. That That is another uh, thing for me that it's not necessarily about something that is depressing or a subject that's depressing but the fact that these people are in the world makes me sad yeah. and so so angry and frustrated that why the hell would i want to waste any of my time no, on them so, i just can't no, i just can't you. watch it no um because i can't support that shit but um <clears throat> like i the one that i the one i love have you seen that with mark duplass no it's not ringing a bell so that's really good um, and then Queen of Earth, which I had forgotten about, but I did watch a couple, three years ago. I feel like those little quiet indies where she's not in a big, and there wasn't a huge cast in this movie, but where it's, it's just kind of like, almost like a play instead of watching, you know, like a blockbuster or even like Mad Men. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's where she belongs. I would agree with that. Although, did you watch Us? no um not great but good in some ways i watched it on the airplane so maybe not the best place to view the the best viewing experience yeah um decent but she was good i mean definitely still that's a place too where if there's ever any overacting it fits because Mm -hmm. it's like a thriller horror movie which which i guess you could argue that it kind of fits in this too and honestly i didn't have a problem with her histrionics in this movie because it's just built in like that's just the kind of movie i i think the main difference between you and i on this one is i had zero expectations and i had really high expectations yeah like i don't think i even saw a trailer for it like i feel the same like her smell i haven't seen her smell i've only heard really good things about it i thought you were just commenting on her smell no it's actually (laughs) i have not had occasion to smell i think it might be on hbo right now but you know on streaming on hbo and i just like i want to see it but I just don't think I'm going to like it. Like, I'm not drawn to it. Then why would you want to see it? I feel like I need to. Why would you? Why do you feel like you want to or need to see something if your reaction there, immediately is, but I know I'm not going to like it I'm and I'm guessing, not really into it. I don't know. Like, there's, like, okay, so I finally watched Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Everybody's talking about how great it is, and I really, really enjoyed it. Um, okay. But I just, like, there's so many. I actually created, started to create a list of stuff I need to see that I haven't seen that I feel like would be important or that's something that I would really like to see. Um, so I'm trying not to watch. I have all this time at home by myself. I'm trying not to watch shit all I the time. I feel like every text that I have received from you over <laughs> the last few weeks has been you saying that you're watching like Chris Rock for the Chris 20th Rock's time yeah. or what else? What other movies? I Everything. watched Jackass number two. Every like the single, other day, I actually bought it. Every single, <laughs> I'm, first of all, every single movie you've been watching, I feel like, has been something that you've seen a million times. It's so true. there's that. Second of all, 
no shame in owning Jackass 2. One of the greatest comedies. That might be there one are of my two... most entertaining in theater experiences. Yes, there are yeah. two movies in my life that I have fallen to the floor <laughs> in the theater. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> that is one. The other was Here on Earth. Oh, yeah. You told us about that yes. one. Yeah. So two times in my life and oh, fucking Jackass number two. People like within the first, because like the very first, the opening sketch sketches or I don't know, stunt, I guess, is uh, Chris Pontius with, uh, or Pontius or however you say his name. Wouldn't it be great if Chris Pine did come out too? <laughs> with uh, his dick dressed up like a mouse and the snake fighting it. Yeah. And the two, they were very young women, because I was young at the time too, but I was out of college. These women look like college age. They just got up and walked out. Like they couldn't. What were they it. expecting? I don't know, but I'm like, this is hilarious and exactly what I can. I laughed so hard. That I wasn't cried. one of my favorites at all. And but... we came, well, no, just like the whole movie, I laughed so hard I cried. And we brought this guy we were friends with at the time, and I just don't think he got it. Like, What's your it yeah, of all all Jackass the movies, the shows, the band, all of it, everything? Oh, fuck. Um. You can have a couple if you can't come up with this I one. I think, okay, so from number two, like, one of the Just best. Just from anything. One of the best things that they've ever done, and I, it's the end of of Jackass number two, which is when they dress Aaron McGahee up like a terrorist. With but the his pubes. his beard is made of pubes. <laughs> so good. Um... But also... The just, car up the ass is one of my <laughs> yes, Ryan all-time Dunn favorites, car. What did too. I say? If you were one of the jackass guys, you'd be Ryan Dunn because you're cool and you're funny and you would shove a car up your ass for a good joke. And you were like, yes, this is true. <laughs> yeah, um, because, yeah, our, rest in peace, Ryan Dunn. I fucking love you for that. And um, I think the other video, or I think it was from the show, or might have been an outtake, but it was, it's Dave England eating all the ingredients to an omelet Throwing them up into a skillet and then eating the omelet. The best, like, just, I mean, so good. Also, Aaron McGahee, it's Aaron and Dave, man. I just love those guys. Aaron uh, making an actual snow cone with snow and then peeing on mm-hmm. it and then, like, eating it. <laughs> and anytime Knoxville gets hurt and laughs about it, anytime. Oh, my God. He the, gets really uh, hurt. the boxing in, was, were they in Japan at the time? Was, was it, it with Butterbean? Yeah. Oh, yes! That was when he was very clearly concussed. <laughs> it was like in the mall, just kind of couldn't speak to anybody. <laughs> Didn't really know what was going on. The look on his face. I, yeah, the ba- I he, love it I so think much. he split open the back of his head. Like, he got really No, hurt. he was really hurt. You could tell he was hurt. <laughs> yeah, and just like his joy, the pure joy and the giggle whenever he knows that it's going to be bad. So the in number two, there's one where they have these... um. It's this mine. It's filled with like 750 like rubber pellets, like maybe half an inch to an inch diameter rubber pellets that are fired at like, I don't know, 500 meters a second. They put them outside of embassies. <laughs> and, and Knoxville's like giggling. He's like giddy. Yeah, because he knows. And Dave Anglin's like having a panic attack. He's like, I can't do this. And Ryan Dunn, he's sitting outside with his legs crossed smoking a cigarette. And he's like, this is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> but then it's, it's Bam and Dunn and Johnny stand in front of it. And like Bam collapses and then they're like are you crying (laughs) he can't even talk he's just crying because he's oh god it's so good i think um the one where he falls through the ceiling in the office building (laughs) which is a classic by any means like everybody like the diamond thieves or whatever yeah (laughs) (laughs) people who don't even really know jackass i think know that Mm -hmm. that bit 
Because that guy in, like, in the office just like, runs. And the way he just takes <laughs> off and runs. I remember being in the theater and just, I literally couldn't breathe. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> My all-time favorite one, I think, I'm pretty sure it was from Bam's show, which I didn't really even watch. I only watched I every really now watch and then. I didn't watch it either. But he <laughs> waited his parents went to sleep and then brought all the guys in and painted everything in the kitchen blue. And what I love most about it was the thoroughness of it. So, like, his parents get up in the morning and the entire kitchen, like, floor, ceiling, cabinets, every walls, everything, everything is blue. blue. And his parents are walking around the room and his mom, like, pulls open a drawer and finds that all the silverware has been painted blue, too. It was just the absolute thoroughness of this, like, practical joke. I it just killed me. It was so great. It was so great. Also, his mom with the uh, with the alligator. Oh my god, I'd have pissed my pants. I love it. I'm so scared of alligators. <laughs> <laughs> who was it who's terrified of snakes? And he was like sitting up Bam. on the RV. And they, it wasn't. Bam. And they he threw, was like, he the was like up there. really hurt. Like he was really upset about that. He was <laughs> because. I remember them laughing so hard and he was so pissed and all I could think was like, oh shit, that's me. Still <laughs> still laughing and thinking it's hilarious even when people are like crying and telling you it's not funny and I'm not going to be your friend anymore and shit like that. <laughs> and like I'm really the one who's really still hurt. like sitting down there like still laughing like, grow the fuck up. <laughs> but Get over it. But that's the thing. Like, and yet if you do that to me, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> I just like, that's the thing. If I know somebody's really scared of something, oh man, do I want to, I want to fuck with him about it. Like really, really bad. Um. Like, there are people in the office who are scared of spiders. And I just want to, like, put one on their desk. I, know, I just want just to see the reaction. But you know, like, they're, like, actually, like, like I, I don't know if phobia is maybe the word to describe it. Because they still get around. They're just, like, so scared they run out. We haven't had a wasp problem in a while. But anytime oh, there would be a wasp in the office, people just, like, lose their damn minds. But, yeah. I mean, there's so many good ones in number two. Leah. Yeah. Do you remember The Office? Oh, The Office. <laughs> Where we used Those to were go. The Oh God! Or we used to be around people. Who knows when we're gonna ever go back? Like, I, like after today, because you're here today, and you're gonna take your mic home with you, and we'll yeah. figure out how to record remotely. But I don't think I'm gonna see in the month of April and probably the month of May anybody I give a shit about in person. I think I'm just gonna be in this house. It's fucking sad. I encourage you to go for walks at least. I know, but I mean, like, go no, for I know, walks. I know what you sure, mean. Sure, fine. Wave to my neighbor, but like, you know, maybe see somebody in the Starbucks drive-through, but. Like, it's it's making me nuts. Yeah. I, I've i been okay. You're fine. I know you're fine. <laughs> I mean, it's a, when I stop to think about it, it's been hard. I'm, I'm not going to lie. And in fact, the first, like, I don't know, 20 minutes or so of this movie, once, once you start to realize that somebody is watching her, mm-hmm. which, by the way, the song has been playing in my head for the last, like, two and a half hours now. I always feel like somebody's watching me. And I have no privacy. Whoa. Yeah. Yes. But as soon as she, the first time, the first time when she's kind of like just weirded out and mm-hmm. thinking that somebody's watching her, my very first thought was, well, fuck. <laughs> now this is how I'm going to be spending the next like month of my life because I live alone. All these and are- I automatically assume oftentimes that there's a ghost in the house watching me or I don't know that somebody snuck in or that a webcam is up somewhere I don't know you just assume (laughs) somehow somebody somewhere is watching you and this just made it worse Uh, all those door dashers know where you live now I know I know. Luckily, they just leave stuff at the door. Yeah, you so don't have to look at So half the face. time. And also, I, I tend to get so much food that I assume they 
assume that, that there's like a family of four living in there. <laughs> They're like, I don't know why she only ordered one iced coffee when she got three meals. <laughs> she doesn't want anybody else to have coffee in the house. I used to always get offended when I would order Chinese food and they would put lots of fortune cookies in there. Like there was. Oh, yeah. Of- How many people do you think this is for? This is just me. <laughs> it's just for me. It's just me. I, I will split fortune cookies with the dog. So I feel a little better oh, about that's that. that's nice. Yeah, I, uh, I've been feeling really emotional. Like, I don't know why Phil Collins Against All Odds came up the other day, but i just been listening to that and singing it to myself. And That's weird. Yeah, and uh, i actually been considering watching the movie because I watched the video. What movie? Against All Odds. This, oh. is, this was written, I think it was on maybe his first album, but the, they wanted it for the movie. What movie is that? Um, is... It's got a really good-looking Jeff Bridges, like okay. really hot Jeff Bridges. Uh-huh. And it's got James Woods, and it's got this chick, I don't know who, but basically, like, James Woods is, like, this gangster, and his girlfriend runs away from him. Mm-hmm. And so he hires Jeff Bridges, who's a down-on-his-luck football player. Oh, of course. Um, who's, like, been released from the team or whatever, to go find her. So he goes to Cozumel. Because former football players, they're the best PIs. People. Exactly. Yeah. So he goes to Cozumel to find her, and he does find her, and then, like, they fall in love. And Typical. they have this, like, super hot affair mm-hmm. in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know. With and, then, and then twists and turns ensue. There's lots of, like, gangster type stuff. You probably would like it. But uh, what what turns me on is the song is hot and Jeff Bridges looks really good without his clothes on in the, okay. in the movie. So you're falling into a weird hole. It's getting real weird. I'm for sure going to be watching Vision Quest. Um, I was thinking about just one of the guys the other day. Because that's getting released. I'm not kidding about, like, I, I honestly think I'm going to start rewatching Supernatural again. Oh, no, don't. Don't do it. I, I don't know what's <laughs> going to happen. That's, I, like, what, 15 seasons? It's 15 years worth of show. And I stopped watching it. Oh, God. I stopped watching it probably around season eight. And then I still kept up with it a little bit beyond that. Like, mm-hmm. because really... The first season honestly was great. It was uh, great. It I was just some like, of it. Yeah, that's all like right. it was X Files for twenty somethings. Mm-hmm. Um, and then season two was also really good. And then by the time they got to season three, it started started to fall apart. But you like you're invested because it's one of those shows where there are really only two characters. So if you like it, you're in because mm-hmm. you love them both. So I was invested in it enough to continue watching it, even though it turned to shit. And then I finally cut the cord a few years back and haven't seen any of them since then. And now I I watched this terrible movie with Jeffrey Dean Morgan the other night. Yeah, what was it? The Postcard Killings. It was bad. Like, bad. <laughs> I mean, it was... It's so, it makes me so happy to hear you say Bad. <laughs> so bad. Why was... did you watch it, though? Explain to me what... what... Oh, no, okay. I can, I can tell you why. Um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. That's the only reason. That was it. No, it sounded interesting. It was, it, it's about this detective who, he's an American detective, but he finds out that his adult daughter has been murdered on her honeymoon in Europe. So he travels to Europe. Um, it, it, it's in part to just, you know, like identify the body and stuff, mm-hmm. but then he starts investigating along with them. Um, and I don't know if it was a james patterson book or if it was sounds like some i think it may have been a james patterson book but i feel like it was definitely a book like that like a james patterson type if not him um and when i saw the trailer it reminded me a little bit of seven just in that you know there's there's this serial killer who does really weird shit and mutilates bodies and somehow it has something to do with art 
and and it's a detective movie so they're gonna go hunt these people down and then there's that added element of kind of the the agony of this father who lost his daughter and and it's Jeffrey Dean Morgan whom I love so I was like yeah let's let's watch it it was just it was just bad it was really bad and you said that Famke Jansen was in it and like her face is all fucked up yeah she is so beautiful and it was so obvious like in certain scenes all you could see all you could tell were that her eyes seem super small (laughs) almost as though she's gotten cheek implants which is nuts because she already had amazing cheekbones Mm -hmm. but the scene where she's because she plays the the mom so Jeffrey D. Morgan's ex-wife and the scene where she's crying only about a quarter of her face is able to move so it was very distressing <laughs> to see her like crumble, but not crumble because she wouldn't, because her face is paralyzed. It's very disheartening. Such a beautiful really woman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was, that was hard to watch. But anyway, seeing him, seeing him as a father, and yeah. of course he's Sam and Dean's father in yeah. Supernatural. Uh-huh. I was like, fuck, I think I'm going to go back and watch it again. And I had the immediate thought as soon as that happened of, oh, this is where it begins. This is where the break begins. This is like, this is me breaking from all reality. I thought I was maybe doing okay because I'm a real introvert. I don't need to see people every day. So maybe I'm doing okay. But like, if I'm thinking about going back and watching 15 years (laughs) worth of Supernatural, which incidentally, we're not talking about like Netflix type shows that have eight episodes a season. We're talking about 25 episodes a season. It's rough. That's why I didn't watch Friday Night Lights because it was too much, too many episodes. Oh, it's so worth it though. Um, That I, I, there's a special place in my heart for Supernatural, obviously, but Friday Night, I can't say that it's like a great show, but Friday Night Lights is a great show. And there are only four seasons, four or five Four or five. It's still there aren't a lot. that many. I mean, it's so I, good. I say that I literally just binged like the first half of season two of A Million Little Things, and that is a dumb fucking show. Yeah, I tried to watch that like an episode, and then I was done. It's but Little David Fires Vintoli from fucking St. Louis, and I'm like, I'm here for it. Little I, fires I everywhere. Little fires everywhere. I'm fires in. everywhere. So this is my. This is actually my quarantine watch list right now. I have my. So these are things that I want to watch because I think I'll like them. Mm-hmm. Um. Mindhunter season two because I fucking love season one and I just yeah, haven't seen, and watched season I'm two surprised yet. you haven't seen season two. Zero zero zero. Um, oh I was listening to another podcast and they were talking about some shit that happens in that and I was like, I'm gonna fucking need to watch that. It's on Prime. What is it? Uh, I think it's like a. I honestly can't even remember who's in it. I started the other Prime show, um, the Nazi Hunters. Yeah, with, uh, I know you're talking Pacino. About. It's got Pacino in it. It was, you know, like I only started the first episode. First episode was all right. We'll see what um, happens. This is like Andrea Riseborough, Dane DeHaan. Um, and it says, cocaine shipment makes its way to Europe, starting from the moment a powerful cartel of Italian criminals decides to buy it to its journeys through Mexico to its shipment across the Atlantic Ocean. Hmm. But it sounds like some really fucking crazy shit happens in it, so I want them into it. Um, Devs on Hulu. I've heard really good things, and I think it there's some elements to that show that I think I might enjoy. Yeah um succession i still haven't watched yeah that's on my list i've like started and stopped it like three times i just need to fucking like buckle down and do it barry season two i still haven't watched yeah killing eve season two i haven't watched and season three is going to be starting soon you need to watch fossey verdon also fossey verdon Verdon. Uh, that isn't one like that i i'm telling you michelle williams she is so fucking amazing i went into it for sam rockwell because i love him so much but michelle williams was just amazing 
was it the other thing I was thinking about? I should just go ahead and oh, the magicians. The last season just finished. Oh, so see that's I, your that's your supernatural. I need to I need to I need to put that. I think you would like it. It's very I might. good. It's very good. Um but the final season, I think is season five, just finished, and I don't know when it's gonna be on Netflix. I might as well just buy it. Um so Killing Eve seasons two and th- and then season three when it comes out. The Before Sunrise series trilogy, Richard Linklater trilogy, yeah. I haven't I haven't seen any of those movies. Parasite, I still haven't seen it. Um, and then Fosse Verdon, I just put on that. But there's more. There's more than that. That's just the yeah. ones off the top of my list, like the list that I was like, I got the time. I think you should put Friday Night Lights on it. I'm. It's so good. There's something about that show that it just, it. it's not only that it's a good show, but it feels like home. I can't explain it. There's God. something about, there's something about the direction of it and the the setting and just the way people speak and interact with one another and the lighting like fucking all of it there's just something about it that just feels like home it's very strange in a good way obviously so there's all this talk of like consuming media in this quarantine and i i guess i'm just wondering if i should be doing more with my time than just should i be creating so i did start journaling again just like for like five minutes every day yeah i think you should definitely be doing more (laughs) right but i'm trying to figure out because i'm not i my exercise is completely i need to get my ass back outside and go for jogs and stuff but there are a bunch of zoom workouts too i've been doing a ton of zoom workouts yeah but you need to like see people what else can i do to not I don't know. I can just like I can I can make time go by so quickly doing nothing. Like it's just too easy with the phone and the TV and sure we all do it. Do we? I feel like there are people out there who are way more productive. Um, we don't talk about those people. Oh, it's like they don't exist or they're, they're not, not like they're real, not real people. people. They're robots. Yeah. Okay. Okay. They're the kinds of people who look like Aldous Hodge who like <laughs> spends all of his time working out and eating right and doing good movies and i don't know being gorgeous and screw him <laughs> we're the real people the real <laughs> waste people. our lives just yeah. taking in media and talking about it yeah well and I, like i have lots of projects around the house that i could do like just getting stuff cleaned up and stuff but i just don't i feel like i'm just getting by right now like, i mean it's enough to get out of bed and go pick, to work so to speak i picked up some dog poop the other day so like, proud of you in the yard that's so as far as i got did i cut the grass no have i replaced the faucet in the kitchen so i can have hot water again no, no. have i replaced the ceiling fan that i busted in my <laughs> impatience to get at the light bulb no I still haven't found have that. i replaced the door upstairs that's just now leaning on the side so that the cats can still get in there <laughs> and one day i'm just gonna hear a loud crash as it crushes them no, no. have you have you filed your taxes yet no we have, fe- I don't know if Missouri pushed theirs back. I know federal is now it's like July. Oh shit, I just assumed. I don't know. I don't know. I need to look. <laughs> I know, maybe I'll I probably should look into that. that. Yeah, because otherwise I'll be filing next week. But <sighs> I've never done it by myself. I'm scared. It's easy. It's just stupid. Also, I don't have a printer. Do you, you don't have to print anything. Yeah, it costs money to file state though. So I always print it and mail it because oh. I don't want to pay it. It's like 30 bucks or something I'm ridiculous. Just pay it. I don't have a printer. So. I would have to either drive to the office to use the printer there, which I'm not going to do, or I'm just going to pay the $30. I wonder if you could just print it there using the network and just have somebody else mail it. I do remember when we still were connected to the printer in the old office in St. Peter's, and I would be printing shit in Wentzville, and it would come out in St. Peter's, and then I would get an email that was like, who printed all this stuff? And I'd be like, I'm so sorry. That building doesn't even exist anymore. No. It's really sad. 
So the Invisible Man. <laughs> well, I feel like this is our Invisible Man slash quarantine slash episode. Quarantine. Yeah, that's um, fair. Because I, yeah, I, again, I'll say it again. It's fucking bullshit. And maybe it's because my expectations were really too high. And I knew going in they were really high. I think so. I don't, I think that was your, yeah, your main problem there. Uh-huh. But I do like Elizabeth Moss. Yeah. And, you know, there was a little bit of overacting in here. But otherwise, I thought she did a good job. I don't think it's her. I think it's the way the movie was put together. I think the story. The character. Again, I, I have a It could have been so much better. Yeah. I think yeah. if they could have walked that fine line between is it really him or is she just losing it, that would have made it so much better. But I think this is in this, like, monster movie universe bullshit or whatever. Maybe that's why they didn't do that. Yeah, I don't think that they had plans of it being a psychological thriller. I think it was planned all along to be exactly like a monster. But it a, is a monster. psychological thriller. Like, she's being terrorized by this But guy. that's not their main focus. The main focus is monster movie. Which is a slightly different... I mean, yeah. you can have psychological terror in a monster movie or a ghost story. A but it's not movie, the same. We, if, we're gonna, if it's going to be a monster... It was trying to do too many things then. It should have just picked away and done it. If it was going to be a monster movie, we should have gotten the science behind the suit. And it shouldn't have been like, optics, he's a global leader in optics. We should have had some real fucking... Every time I hear optics too, I don't think about like being able to see a person. I know, right? <laughs> it's, that's not what optics... Cameras, I mean, is what cameras, optics cameras. Means, but yeah. And then I feel like... They should have done that, or they should have done full-out psychological thriller, is she crazy, or and left it question mark at the end of, like, what really happened. Because they set it up so they could have made that happen. Like, even with the brother ending up with a brother, it could have been that really her husband, I mean, he obviously was obsessed with her, and he obviously punched out the, the window of that car, but I would have totally bought it if in the end he was innocent of all those other things and he didn't actually kill the sister. Yeah, that would have made it a much better story. For but, sure. and, and is there still a question in my mind? No. 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 There isn't. So that's frustrating. I think it could have been that much better. So I feel like it was mishandled and I don't know what they sold Elizabeth Moss on with this movie, but I feel like if I were her, I would have done it for the psychological thriller part of it and not the bullshit. Right, or voodoo. What, you're telling me Aldous Hodge is in this movie? I mean. (laughs) Oh, I hope he's safely quarantined somewhere. Oh, yeah. Doing push-ups or tricep (laughs) pulls or whatever dips. I don't know what the fuck ever he has to do. That dude does dips. Dip, dips. (laughs) I think that he just has, like, a a bunch of elves that live in his house, and they just kind of, like, massage the muscles and, like... You know you can get. I actually saw on this. You can get elves to massage your muscles. Was that what you were about to say? <laughs> I saw on because the... no shit. I ran the other day and I could have used some elves to <laughs> massage my leg. I saw this in the CVS. There was like a little stand and it was all this stuff like things to put on your butt or your abs that will like shock the muscles. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah, they've and had like, those for years. They have them for your face now too, like for <gasps> your neck and your. Go to the scene. It's amazing. It's like, it like thirty bucks. It's like a little. Have you ever done anything like that? No, I did. No, I did at um, the chiropractor. They have because it's it, there's an actual. It is a therapeutic thing. Oh yeah, also for too. the muscles. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. So I for had pain. them do it at around my neck, and it is just a weird fucking feeling. It's mm. just it creeped me out. Like it, I, it, I can't say that it didn't. It did feel nice after, kind of like, mm-hmm. kind of like you had worked the muscles, you know, yeah. and then, after, you know, after you work out, everything feels kind of like buzzy and calm. Mm-hmm. Like it was a nice feeling after, but it was just weird. It was just to have your nerves just react. Yeah. It's bizarre. I had that when I was getting 
um, physical therapy after my ACL surgery, they had on my quad. Yeah, she they would did put that. The, and it hurt. <laughs> like, yeah. it was not comfortable. I didn't like, because it, it does. It made the quad go, it made yeah. it tense up. That's a big muscle to make tense up, too. So, yeah. Gross. I'd forgotten about that till now. Jesus, fuck. I did not. <laughs> like, physical therapy was all, like, it was good. I'm glad I did it. I needed it. I would have, like, it would have been dumb for me now, too, but, because I would have been totally fucked up and not been able to walk, but it, there were so many things that she did that hurt. Oh, Like, yeah. she would roll my muscles out with, like, these metal roller things. Um, Like, just getting my... Because my leg was straight for so long, just getting my knee to bend all the way. I remember the first day I rode a stationary bike, and I went, my leg went all the way around. I almost cried. I was so happy. But, oh, fuck, it hurt. Man, that was a long time ago. <laughs> I forgot about all those painful memories. Let's not talk about it again. <laughs> but now you can get in shape with that same kind of yeah, yeah. electric therapy. All right. Well, anything else? I mean, I feel like we didn't talk about the movie too much, but I, I, didn't, I, w- I would have more to say if I thought it was better. Maybe. I, I just, it was pretty and in, interesting, but I won't probably watch it again. I don't think it was worth nineteen ninety nine. That's another question I have for you. All these movies that are being released for nineteen ninety nine, instead of, you know, normally you go to the theater, you pay like, what, 10, 12 bucks? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they do it for nineteen ninety nine, knowing that a lot of people are going to do it with families, so really you're coming out ahead in that mm-hmm. sense. But So if you... Wh- would you, I mean, are you willing to pay $19.99 to see a movie? Uh, no, you know what? I know the answer to this. The answer is no, because you're going to illegally download it. Never mind. Never mind. Pretend illegal downloads aren't a thing. Would you? No, the answer is no. For this, no. If there was a movie that I really wanted to see, yeah, I, I've definitely paid. Like, I've bought movies before just because I couldn't get them without buying them mm-hmm. and maybe I couldn't find them to download like yeah I'm probably gonna try that first but if I can't find it or it just won't download for whatever reason um I've definitely paid it before movies are a soft spot for me so which mm-hmm. is one of the reasons why I don't feel guilty about downloading so many things because I have spent so much money in my lifetime on going to the movies seeing movies over and over again in the theater buying dvds buying mm-hmm. movies online like I I mean I, I still, even with downloading occasionally, I still spend a shit ton of money on them. So if this was one that you, you know, you were really excited about seeing, if I were, if I had been as excited about seeing it as you were, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I would have spent that. Or so, if I were just that bored, yeah, honestly. it's true. But I would say to anyone out there to think twice <laughs> <laughs> before spending it on this movie. I don't think it was bad. It'll, you know, it could be a good interesting two hours of your life if you kind of turn all the lights out and just let yourself get sucked into yeah some of those some of the feel of the movie yeah. like you'll enjoy that aspect it's of true. it true if you're looking for a good movie that you're going to watch again it's, no this it's isn't not, it yeah. yeah i um i've also purchased the next season of mtv's the challenge oh, total madness dear and i'm pretty happy about it uh because that's like a it's not even a guilty pleasure i just like watching it i don't feel guilty pleasures have to be things you don't want to admit to so i am happy to admit that i purchased the season of so what's what's your guilty pleasure it's it's probably a million little things because it's embarrassing to me that i watch that show and fucking cry at every episode yeah yeah it's the the chicago shows for For me like yeah you don't want to admit that you watch them no because they're so bad who's who's hot in them 
Um, you know what's interesting? Is- <laughs> Nobody? Ouch. No, I'm not saying that. I think there are a lot of people who are attractive in it, but I wouldn't say that there. That's not. I don't know why I watch these. I think it's just because of the manufactured drama. So, so do you prefer? Do you prefer PD, Fire, or Med? It goes back and forth. And there was apparently a season of Chicago Justice? There was, and I really actually <laughs> liked that. So was that like Law and Order? Um, sort of. And in fact, in fact, the lead on that show is now working on Law and Order SVU. Okay. And because it is all in the same. this guy with the giant jawline named Philip Winchester? Yes. And it's he actually played the son of the first DA on Law and Order because they're all connected. It's all... Um, oh, right. Well, uh, they're all in Chicago, so that would make sense. That they well, Law and Order's in New York. Oh, got it. Okay. But they're all connected by the creator whose name I'm blanking on right now. It's... Uh, Wolf. Yeah, Dick Wolf. Dick Wolf, yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> um, Wait, so, so between PD, Fire, and Med... I started watching PD... Because I just needed a cop show. I don't remember why, like what I had fallen oh, out of. Got, so I started watching it's PD. Got that guy who was the cop in uh, Jason Big. Yeah, yeah. Who was what movie was that? Uh, Thelma uh, Louise, our first movie. Yeah, exactly. Um, yes. So I started with PD, and then there's so much overlap between the three. So when I first started with PD, Chicago Med hadn't started yet, and then yeah. when I heard Chicago Med was starting, I got really excited because there was a hole in my heart for a hospital show okay because you can only take so long with something like Grey's Anatomy before they've gone through every single and scenario and everybody's died and it's all and just terrible just some bad stuff out there yeah so I was really excited that Chicago when Chicago Med started and I really liked the first season and now it's just so terrible like everything that they do is so 100% predictable and crazy and bizarre um and honestly now I'm the bigger fan of fire okay and that because i, I feel like fire has oh, stayed shit. fire has stayed steadily a normal show you know what i mean like there's still yeah. a lot of obviously manufactured drama but it's not as out of the realm of possibility it's as got med. Stephen mcqueen in it i love that kid who's that it's uh, Steve McQueen's grandson okay but who he is he playing the vampire diaries he plays I don't watch vampire diaries jimmy you take borelli me Who's Jimmy Borelli? I don't know, but... Oh, I wonder if he's from way back in the day. You recognize him. Yeah, he's not on anymore. He's super hot. That was way back in the day. I mean, it's Steve McQueen's jeans, like... But, okay, but I know Jesse Spencer from House, and I know Taylor Kinney from Vampire Diaries. From Vampire Diaries? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was a werewolf. Oh, my gosh. So... So you like I did not know he was in Vampire Diaries. Oh, yeah. And he was engaged to Lady Gaga. Yes, that I knew. Um, yeah, so right now I would say fire's the best. But it, none of these man, Chicago PD these these guys shoot and kill more people than any other police department in the world combined. Like every single episode, they're out there just pow pow pow. Yeah, it's nuts, right? Hmm. Well, I haven't seen any of these, and they're not really available to me because none of it's on. Like it's all on Hulu. All of it? All the seasons? I yeah. feel like I tried. I mean, it's NBC, so. Oh, I feel yeah. like I tried and. I'm pretty sure because it's NBC. So, yeah. So, anyway, that Supernatural has always been a guilty pleasure of mine because, mm-hmm. come on, like, <laughs> it's all, you got to feel guilty to watch that. Yeah, I don't know that I, I guess, me. I mean, I might have said Charmed at some point in my life, but. Yeah. 
My dad really liked Charmed. Oh, he did. Yeah, I <laughs> which I would that say would be him. a guilty pleasure. Who was his probably. favorite Charmed sister? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I bet he likes Prue the best. That or you know, maybe me. he's a big Alyssa Milano fan. I could see him being into Alyssa, Alyssa Milano. I don't know. I don't know that I want to know. He probably doesn't agree with her politics, but he probably loved her. On well, the he show. probably does not agree with her politics. Yes, dude, your accurate. dad liked Charmed. We need. Yeah, to, I need to talk to your dad now. I'm disappointed that Easter is canceled because we need. To you talk. have to talk we about Charmed. We need to talk. Yes. We're going to talk about it. You let him know when you see him today. Like, the next time we hang, we're going to have a long discussion about Charmed. All right. I'll tell him to catch back up. Because it's probably been years since he watched it. But he definitely did. every Because it was on TNT, like, uh-huh. just running. And, and he watched way too much you know, of it. I actually it. was thinking about Charmed a little bit while you were watching this movie. Because I thought, you know, that show, it can be dumb. But I've seen it more than a few times. It's not the later seasons, but the first few seasons. And the relationship between Alyssa Milano's character... Phoebe and her husband Cole who was like the demon sure um I thought they did a really good job of so when she gets married to Cole she then becomes evil because oh. she's carrying his like demon spawn oh I didn't know she was yeah she gets evil but it's like a whole thing with Cole and this like witch doctor or whatever like working magic on her um and then when she gets divorced he's a literal demon like he's a literal bad guy but he's also like her ex-husband and the just like the way that they kind of all of that plays out. It's vi- I'm not saying it's true to life, but it was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it was interesting that they kind of used him being a demon as like a metaphor for like a shitty ex-husband who's trying oh. to bring you back into the fold and make you evil again. It was just really interesting. I um, never, like I've seen some Charmed, but I never got into it. I just never cared. I Buffy and Angel, 100% sold. Charmed, never really cared about it. I liked Angel. I mean, I never watched Buffy really. But I really, I did I get into Angel. Things. I was in love with David Boreanaz for like a very long time. I watched a lot of Bones, which is another dumb fucking show. Yeah, another one that my dad loved also. Oh, we Bones. can talk about Bones too. Yeah, who did he? Who does he find? Now, have you seen Briscoe County Junior? Because if you've seen Briscoe County Junior, what's Briscoe he will County adopt Jr. you. What's Briscoe County Junior? It is a television show. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like I a, know that's why that the dog's kind name of like, is Briscoe. That's why Briscoe is Briscoe. <laughs> it's it's like a a parody western kind of. Um, okay. Oh crap! What is the guy's name? You know him. Okay, hold on. You know you know him. <laughs> Briscoe County Junior. The Adventures of Briscoe County. Bruce Campbell. Oh yeah, yeah, Bruce Campbell. Yeah. So is your dad into Evil Dead? It's uh, a bounty hunter rides the old west fighting bad guys, many with futuristic type gadgets. It's, oh, that definitely it, sounds like something he would. Be it's in. ridiculous. It's terrible, <laughs> but he loved it. Oh man, your dad has weird taste yeah see so that's why that's why i have to like i watch things like supernatural like, no choice or buffy or angel i mean you just been, get it from your it's dad it's been bred into me and then from my mom's side Correct. that kind of overly dramatic you know melodramatic like gray's anatomy mm-hmm. and the chicago shows i get that from her because she's i think she may still be watching gray's anatomy so that, she doesn't want to admit to it but i think she might be actually explains a lot my mom was really into like she would call them like bang bang shoot 'em up movies yeah. Like something with a lot of action in it. My dad was really into like like Indiana Jones and Jaws and like he was more I think that's where I think I get my sensibility for like weird shit. Mm-hmm. And that's what I get for, like all the Marvel stuff. Yeah, all the Marvel that's stuff. From your dad. I, I see it with my dad mm-hmm. too. Most of the movies I mean since the Avengers. Like I don't think we saw Iron Man together although we may have. But every other movie that comes out mm-hmm. yeah we'll see it together. Um 
and I still, well, I'll go over to their house and if, because they of course have cable still. Uh, if one of those movies is on i'll turn it on he's not turning it off my mom might come in and roll her eyes but like whatever it's staying on and i'm gonna quote the movie and he's gonna quote it back and it'll be fine (laughs) (laughs) but yeah my mom was definitely you know la law we watched a lot of la law in my house they both were watching twin peaks like they both were into that so we never watched like that wasn't a show but my mom i guess i guess the sci-fi side comes from my mom too i remember she really liked dune she liked the book yeah. and when i remember when the movie was released because it would have come out in the 80s i remember we had a babysitter that night and they went to see it and then my mom got the, the t- a t-shirt with a sandworm on it. it scared the fucking shit out of me i was so scared of that t-shirt um but yeah she was really into like that kind of stuff but never anything like i guess fincher type stuff more like sci-fi she liked to read sci-fi so i think I would not say that my mom would be into Fincher at all. So I, I bet if I asked her, she would probably say, Twin Peaks, yeah, your dad liked to watch it. Like, she probably didn't even care about it. But they definitely both did watch. Do they make fun of each other? Like, we were talking about that today, making fun of your significant other with your friends. Do they make fun of each other? Like, oh, yeah. Sure. Not to each other's faces, but like... In front of each other sometimes. Okay. Like, for example, my mom will absolutely tell you that my father is the loudest chewer on the planet. That's only going to get worse with all this quarantine shit. Ooh, tell me about it. I heard- she said that the other day she was she retired um in the beginning of the summer last mm-hmm. summer so i guess it'll be almost a year or maybe it was the end of the summer but anyway it'll be almost a year so she retired fairly recently she was like i know i'd probably be working from home right now even if i hadn't retired but it just feels like the wrong time to retire <laughs> <laughs> just stuck here all the time it's, it's fucking miserable and of course my dad will tell you that my mom doesn't listen or is deaf <laughs> which the reality is, is no i think she just hones in on stuff and like she'll she can block everything she can out. block everything out yeah. so we'll sit there and watch a television show or something and turn to her and say like did you see that and she won't even hear us say did you see that because she's too busy reading mm. who can do that like that is insane something. i was like i have to i'm the kind of person that when it gets to where i have to like follow the directions on the google maps in the car i have to turn the music down like I, if I'm trying to pay bills, I can't have anything else going on. Maybe the TV in the background if I'm not really paying attention to it. But, like, if there's a podcast going, I can't I can't podcast and work at the same time. Yeah. Or listen to podcasts, I guess, is what I should be there's saying. There's been a lot of silence in my house from with working from home, yeah. Because certain things I can do with music or a podcast or something on the background. Certain mm-hmm. things, that's not a problem. But when I have to actually really focus on yeah. the words, when I have to yeah. really think about it, it has to be silent. Yeah. If I'm, I mean, like, doing dishes, meal prep, cleaning, laundry. Oh, like, well, yeah, oh, sure. Yeah, getting ready. Like, I have a speaker in the shower now that I always have on when I'm getting ready in the morning. It's just comfort to have something playing. Mm, I'm a fan of silence. Well, that's gross. I don't like it. <laughs> sorry all right well this was a good conversation uh the invisible man i do not recommend uh at all it's fucking bullshit (laughs) um i'm sorry elizabeth you 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 deserve better that's all i have to say about that okay (laughs) all right see you guys next time bye the movie virgins hey people this is leah Thanks for joining us and listening, and we hope you enjoyed that episode on The Invisible Man. I still think that movie is fucking bullshit, um, but it's got 91% on Rotten Tomatoes, so if you want to listen to the rest of the world and waste two hours of your time, you go right ahead and do that.
Um, I mean, I watched it, so everybody else might as well suffer through it too. Um, you know, maybe it's not that bad. Maybe I was just having a bad day. Who knows? So, um, I hope you are staying safe and healthy. And if you have to leave your home for work, for essential business and whatnot, please stay safe out there. Um, I know that this is a really hard time for everybody and I can only hope that, you know, maybe taking a listen to this episode, I don't know, brought a smile to your face hearing me bitch about how terrible this movie is, made you laugh, um, and maybe we had some good suggestions for what not to watch or what to watch while you're at home. Um, So yeah, thank you for listening as always. We would love it if wherever you're listening, you would subscribe, rate us, and write us a review. We always want to, you know, hear from you guys. If you want to write us a review, we would love that. Whether you loved it or hated it or whatever it is, uh, no bullshit. We want to hear from you and, um, love to hear from you on Twitter as well at movie virgins pod. If you want to hit us up there, tell us what you've been doing, um, with your extra time at home, um, how you're staying safe. Um, so yeah, that's it for right now. We'll be coming out. Well, we got some more episodes coming up in the future. Um, I believe next week we have border, which is a Swedish film that is, um, probably, I don't know, one of the most enjoyable movie watching experiences I've had this decade, or I guess in the last decade. So please do (laughs) tune in for that one. It's going to be a lot of fun. We've got some other collaborations coming up we're really excited about. Um, So please keep listening. We want to hear from you too. So reach out if you have any questions or ideas or feedback. We want to hear from you. So um, stay safe out there. We love you and we will catch you next time. Virgin's Park Virgin's Park Virgin's